Experience podcast, where we are all things early childhood. We're here every Monday where we are discussing early childhood trending topics, interviews, special guests, and of course, better ways to improve our early childhood profession and programs. I am your host, Rashawn Webb, and welcome to all of my new listeners and faithful listeners from all over the world. We salute you and we thank you. Today's topic is a great one, one that I am eager and excited about, um, one that I have come to appreciate and I've actually taught um, with her in her conference and the things that she is doing. So we are interviewing for the very first time to our show. I call, I call everybody that's a coach. I don't call everybody a coach, but when you are instructing and helping people and getting them from point A to point B, that means you are coaching them along the way. So we are interviewing coach Beth Cannon of Stretch and Grow and Beth Cannon Speaks. And to me, she's the queen of organization and the use of online back office platforms. Work harder, <laughs> work harder, not smarter. Every training, I've always see her do little, you know, I get, Beth is live and she's always talking about a platform that makes things easier for us. Um, and so we are thankful for her. She's amazing ECE coach, CEO coach, business coach, business, whoever you want to call her. She is all that. And then some, I have come to love and respect everything that she does. So without further ado, please welcome coach Beth Cannon to our show. Oh, that was so awesome. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that sweet introduction. You, you, you way boosted me. So, <laughs> well, it's easy to do. <laughs> It's well, amazing. I am so excited to be on your podcast. I am just honored to be able to be among all the great people that you're having, and so thanks for including me in the in the lineup. You are welcome. It was it was it was something we have been trying to plan for a very long time, which you know we have been going back and forth trying to set up dates and times to get this together. And I didn't, I fell off and didn't do what I should have done with my podcast. But we're back and we're excited for it. And so um, when you know I took my uh, when I had my procedure done and I was able to kind of sit and think and different ones were messaging me. I was like, okay, we got to get Beth Cannon back on the calendar. We got to get her back on the calendar. Um, so without further ado, tell us who is Beth Cannon? I know her, but who is she? Tell the rest of the world, who is Beth Cannon? Well, Beth Cannon in the ECE world is, uh, I've, I kind of have dual roles in the ECE world. I mean, as, as Beth Cannon, I'm just, a, um, I wouldn't say just a wife and a mom. I'm a wife and a mom. My kids are uh, 21 and 22, and they are the joy of my life. And now that, you know, they're getting older and, you know, living lives on their own, it's, I've really, thanks to COVID, and, you know, we don't say thanks to COVID for many things, right. but it's given an opportunity to just open up a world that was really kind of clo close to home for me for a while. So yeah. I started in the ECE, ECE world about 23 years ago by buying my first Stretch and Grow franchise. So Stretch and Grow is a, it's an enrichment program and, it, and it's global. Okay. It's a franchise. We're worldwide. And so I started in 1999, right after I had my daughter, before I had my son, and it just kind of grew and grew. And so I've we mm -hmm. now own 12 franchises. And since about 2003, I've done the, I've been their global trainer. So anytime new people come into the franchise, I train entrepreneurs and ECE business owners Ooh. on the, the back end systems of their business, how to, how to market, how to run it, how to, yes. to, to scale it. So I've been doing that for a long time. And right. then I've also been doing staff development for, for teachers, for early educators and mm -hmm. for leaders. And, that was really just conference speaking and retreat speaking and doing a lot of team building at schools. And since COVID, I've done so many online things. Like, you know, you mentioned you were one of my speakers for Leaders Lounge. Yep. And so I just love this early education mm -hmm. community. And so, you know, when I know a thing, I teach a thing. And yeah. so there's so little access, I think, yes. to business systems and strategy for yes. our industry. Yes. There's so there's a lot of workshops on all the things you can do with popsicle sticks. Yes. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's all the workshops on, should we use worksheets? Should we not use worksheets? Right. How do you teach a kid to hold a pencil? All of those things. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of strategy. And so, so many no. times I find that directors are educators who yeah. are accidental entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. They, they become business owners or leaders. And so I, with COVID, it just opened a world of me really getting to meet more than the couple hundred that are just in my circle. And so we've created a lot of online courses and just done a lot of really neat things that we get to offer to people worldwide. So it's kind of been a super fun journey and I'm excited where it's headed. Yes. And I love that because, you know, 
the the enthusiasm that you have and I I I started when I was in oh gosh junior high no when I was a junior in high school and when I started as a junior in high school there we didn't there was no online platform you were the pl- platform what you wrote on the piece <laughs> of paper was what was and you know um it it made things complicated a little bit because you know it was like okay I know there's another way there's an easier way and we were the That's front right. office the back office you know if you had a back office office it was the um the carbon copy daily report the the white copy goes home and the yellow copy was the back office okay so we did, that was how we lived and that's how we worked and moved and she's right there really you don't really don't see a lot of back office platforms for our profession and you know when most owners, this is not their only center. For some, this is not their only, that one center is not their only one. As you just heard her, she's got, you know, 12 stretch and grows and she does all these different things. So this is not her only one. Even for me, I'm not at just one center. I do uh, several other things. So it's like, okay, what will make it easier for me to do all of this? Because still, still, if I get sick, stuff still has to go on. How do I make it work? How do I get it to flow where it it's it it flows it, it there's no hiccups it flows and so you know when I was writing out tonight's um, format I just you know the way you make it sound so easy and it's like work smarter not harder you know like the acronym keep it simple silly you know we'll say silly for the sake of podcasting but <laughs> kiss keep it simple silly you know just keep it simple what what is the simplest way to get what you need done in a you know and so we have all these platforms but. You know, the things that best create that um, and I have downloaded her stuff. I don't ever bring I don't ever bring people on the show and I haven't downloaded something or I haven't participated in something and not because to prove them wrong, but to know, hey, this is something that I could use at a center that I'm at. It's going to make it easier for me because we're still in the classroom. We're still behind the desk. We're still teaching and coaching and with the kids, with staff. We still do all of that. And so she brought that up and we're going to give her more opportunity to talk about all those things. Um, And she mentioned that she's a mom and a wife. um, And, you know, today's Father's Day. So we want to tell her husband happy Father's Day. I can already tell he's an amazing father. I see her pictures on on social media and they look so happy together. Um, And one of the things I do, one of the one of the main things I love about um, Beth is that she is a woman of faith. She's a Christian. And so everything she does, God is the center of something. If you go to her website, which talk about that I believe it's Ezra she's got a scripture on the very bottom so so the Lord God is always in her focal point her focal region somewhere and and so we we appreciate that and if you are a faith-based center she does find she has a Facebook group she'll I'll let her talk about that where you can get that inspiration to kind of keep you going from this aspect of what you know what God says about certain things so without further ado we're going to go on to our second topic and um, again I mentioned to you she is the queen of back office platforms and organization and so she's got something going on right now that I think you guys will absolutely love and it is called the unlimited checklist for converting manuals to modules and so I'm gonna let Beth talk about that so what is unlimited you know we have checklists for everything. We've got a health and safety checklist. We got a checklist for what we need to buy at the store. We got a, you know, sometimes I'm like, my life is full of checklists. So tell us a little bit about, or tell us about this checklist for converting manuals to modules. Yes. So one of my big passions, like you said, it is systems. It Mm -hmm. is, can we do things that make sense? Because I didn't, I have not always been that this way. So for those who are thinking, I can't learn anything from this person because she probably has always done everything perfectly. Let me just tell you, nothing could be further from the truth. I did the 80 hour a week (laughs) crazy train. And so, because my brain, as yours is, you know, we we, we do a lot of things. And so we we take on a lot of things and then the systems end up coming later when you realize when you fall flat on your face and you realize I can't. I can't stay on this crazy train yes. any longer. Yes. And so one of those breaking points was in onboarding my new staff. You know, we had yeah. some rapid growth and I would bring on people and I'd say, okay, here's the manual. Here's your lesson plans. Let's come in, you know, stre- stretch and grow. We go into the schools and we do fitness, dance, sports, gymnastics, classes like that. So I'm like, okay, well, you've got your lesson plans and you've got your music. Here's all the things that you need to do. Comply with licensing. Yeah. And then what I found was 
they weren't following everything I'd ask them to follow. And I'm oh, like, well, no. the manual says, the manual says, right. well, nobody reads the manual. No, nobody reads the man. Nobody. Zero people Ugh. are reading the manual. And, yeah. or, or, you know, or I would sit down and I, but I'm like, but I read it to you. Like we sat down at orientation and we yeah. went through it page by page. Well, when I was doing that, that was taking so much of my time yes. because what I'm reading to grown, to grownups. Yes. Right? But, yes. So long story short, I really started l- studying instructional design. Like what does it take to make learning stick? And what it takes, it takes audio, it takes visuals, it takes small chunks of information mm-hmm. that are categorized and easily digestible and applicable. Yeah. So those are those are the key things. So I did this with my staff uh, several a few years back, and it's really revolutionized what we did. So I took our paper hot mess paper manual mm-hmm. and I broke it into five sections. Okay, basically five modules. I created slide decks for them, and then I recorded just did a voiceover of each of these modules, and mm-hmm. then I gave them an assessment. So we you know so we uploaded so we uploaded online. So it took a lot to go through this and yep. categorize it to, to basically to audit edit and update it. Yes. So that's the process that I took. So now as part of one of my group coaching programs that I have, it's called Stuck to Strategy Academy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in Stuck to Strategy Academy, we work on our processes our and our policies, and we break down all of the things. Mm-hmm. And taking that paper manual and putting it into modules is a key asset that comes out of that course. So what I did, Manuals to Modules is a new course launching late June. And it's, it's the mod, it's the actual module of stuck to strategy for taking your manuals and putting them into slide decks. So I teach a process through this course on how to audit your manual, what those categories are. We talk about culture, curriculum, communication, you know, all the different things that you need to have to teach your teachers. And so I, it's so it's, it's a project. I mean, it's definitely a project. It's a lot of work, but if, if I can get the leaders in these early childhood centers yeah. to open their eyes and realize you want your teachers to learn, you want to onboarding them. And that starts from the time you start recruiting them. That's you right. nail down your culture, you nail down who you are, you nail down your why, and then you teach that to them with passion. Right. And what happens is you hire this new teacher, you assign these courses to her. She gets all the bones of what it looks like to be successful in your center. Mm-hmm. And then you, the leader, spend the time motivating and pouring yeah. into her and getting to know her and getting getting the other team members to know her yeah. so that they can function as a family and they're not stuck in an office reading a manual and filling out paperwork for the first week they're with you. Absolutely. And I think too, you said a lot of awesome nuggets that you know, both of us are trainers. We're part of the Texas Trainer Registry um, for the state yeah. of Texas. And um, one of the aspects, you know, of training, and I don't know if Beth has noticed that, but I noticed it because that my master's degree is in ECE in adult education. And we had to learn the different style of learners. And, you know, just like we do with kids, you know, when we do ditto sheets, um, we give them the ditto sheets thinking that that's going to teach them the lesson that's going to teach them the, um, uh, the, the, the objectives of the, of the activity. It is not. So just as, and I equate a ditto sheet in for, t- for children, I equate that to staff. Here's this manual, read it, answer these questions. And for a while, I was also a recruiter with a child care, tra- a child care, um, recruiting company. And we had the staff go go on to um, AgriLife, take the training, watch the video, bring me back your certificates. There's no guarantee they learned anything. There's no guarantee that they learned anything that way. And so as a trainer, you know, we find ways, thanks to, you know, again, we don't say thanks to COVID, but thanks to COVID, we found different ways to add and boost how we present our material. And the way she, you know, she's talking about the slide decks and this, and then not only does she have them do that, but she sits with them. And not only, I'm, I'm pretty sure she also observes them because we don't ever put people in into classroom positions without observing, hey, how, you know, I see you read this. I see that you understood this, but now let's do this OJT. Let me see how it looks. How was what you read? How does that look in the classroom? And so that's one of the reasons why I love Beth so much is because if I needed a system of any kind and we and I, her and I have had that discussion all the time where I told her, Oh my God, girl, I'm overwhelmed. I've got this and this and that. And <laughs> she's been like me too, but you've got to take one at a time. Otherwise the ball's going to drop. And I'm like, the ball's already dropped. But 
knowing that her and I think alike when it comes to all these ideas where it's like, okay, how do we manage all of this? And so when you are presenting material to people, and this is a good topic because, um, you know, and if you're one of these directors, you know, or owners, you know, um, we're not trying to hit you or anything, but if you get hit, just scream ouch and, you know, let's do better. When you're onboarding your staff, you're basically bringing them onto the culture you've created, okay? Not one you're creating, one that you've already created because you are the owner, you're the director, you're the one in charge. So they're coming into an environment, they don't know nothing about the staff there and they know nothing about, they could have worked at other centers, but every center is different. So when we're training them and onboarding them to how we do things, it's very important that you understand they have to get what you're saying because you're, they're basically saying, Beth, correct me if I'm wrong, you're, when you onboard them, which she talks about at that recruiting stage, that's when that onboarding starts. You're bringing them to your culture. You're talking about it. You're, you know, what you do. When you bring them on board, you need to have A, your stuff together, and B, what does your culture say? You've got to have that already in place because you're convincing them this is a good place to work. And That's right. not only is it a good place to work, but, and I don't use the word easy as in like you can just sit back on your tail and do nothing, but we've got all these things in place. All you got to do is just go through them and apply them. That's it. We did the legwork. We did the hard part. Right. And we let are. me let me speak right now to the yeah. person who is listening and thinking, well, that's a great idea, but I have no time to do that. Mm. I mean, they're thinking I, I'm ch- yeah. that's the biggest resistance is I'm chasing my tail right now. Yeah. That sounds like a great idea, but I don't have time to stop. So there's something called the the value time, the, the money value of your time, mm-hmm. which means that. If you take the time now to put a system in place, mm-hmm. that's going to exponentially save you time and money going forward because you think, well, I'm the one that does the orientation. Well, your time is money. And if right. you are the center owner or director, your time is very valuable. Your money making skills are not in reading a manual to another mm-hmm. grown up. Right. Your money making skills are out there making sure you've got a well trained clearly clear, a staff that has clarity on what it, what they are supposed to know, think and do. And you're right. out there, you're marketing your center, you're working on retention, you're, re, you're retaining your people. So yeah. summer is a great time for them to yes. say, okay, you know what? This project may take me two to three weeks. I am going to carve out some time. I'm going to time block it on my calendar. I'm going to let people know this is a really, really important project because we get to decide how we spend our time, right? Exactly. And I, I see that with my directors. One of the first things we do in Structure Strategy Academy is we look at their processes. We go through and they, they, they track their time for mm-hmm. a week and they figure out where they're spending time, where they're wasting time. Because the truth is we do have the time. It's just how are we spending our time yes. and are we allowing interruptions to steal our joy? You as the yes. leader get to decide who gets to take your time? And I think in with, well, and, and I'll say sometimes it's, sometimes it's because we're women and mm-hmm. we've been conditioned to be sweet yeah, and to be kind yep. and we want to make sure people are heard. And of course we do want to make sure people are heard. And of course we do want to be kind, but it's not unkind to set boundaries, especially for your time. When you know that, you know, mm-hmm. that you cannot, can, it's costing you far too much because you're losing employees right in that first right 60 to 120 days yes yes and not only are you using losing time but you're losing money because if you think about you know first aid costs you think about you know uh, background checks costs and if you do oh, an outside gosh. training you're paying that person to come and train your staff so you know that's why putting these systems in place that not only save you money and time, but they also save your brain space. One of the things, and one of the coaches, and I, I follow several people, Beth being one of them, um, because you always want to link yourself with people that are like-minded because you can you know, grow from them and them from you. Um, one of the coaches I follow is Chris Murray. And with her conference yep. coming up in October, um, she always talks about working um, on your business and not in your business. And I love that idea and that theory because, you know, and like Beth said, someone that might say, oh, I don't have time to do that. And I was the one and I told her to, I was like, I, how do I, I don't know how to do that. How do I, so I might have to just do one of your classes or something because I, 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 I don't, I'm trying to, there's several different things, facets to my life, but learning how to juggle everything and do the time slots and everything. But there is 
you have the time. It's just a matter of where are you using that time. And so, you know, working um, on your business, working on expanding, working on, you know, so all of that in her checklist is a part of working on your business, not in your business. If you can afford to bring in someone else, so you don't have to be in the kitchen, you don't have to do bus run, you don't have to do the specialty classes and camps and things. And what Beth would stretch and go, that's a specialty, that's a specialty course or class and it can be considered a camp so however you however you work it you want to be on the outside you don't want to have to be in the business because you want it to grow you want to put practices and principles in place that make it easier for you and you know one of the aspects of her of her um, manuals is that it's but but here's the thing now it ain't gonna work just because you got it from Beth Cannon and she works she uses it and it works for her it's only going to work if you use it. That's the only way it's going to work. You know, it just like, you know, with anything else, the only way I'm going to make this pen work is if I put the pen to paper and click it and then move my wrist. Otherwise, just sitting on the table, how do I know it works? So don't already, if you're thinking in your mind, this is not going to work, you haven't even given it a chance. Try something new. For all those that don't like trying anything new, but yet you're stuck, you're going to have to make a decision. You know, do you want to stay stuck or do you want to try something new with this? And, you know, I stand by what best the the product she puts out because she will definitely say, I'm not going to put out a product that I don't believe in. That's what what any of us do. We're not going to put out something we haven't tried it ourselves, or I haven't tried it or that we don't stand by. And that's what she does. And, you know, you can go, we're going to talk about her website and other things that she might have going on because we really want to bring attention. And it doesn't matter where you are. You know, I've got listeners in America. I've got listeners in the UK, Canada, well, no matter where you are, you can apply these things to your state, your city, whatever your, you know, your governing body is. You can apply it to what you do. And so, Beth, did you want to say anything else, any more about your manuals to modules? Yeah, well, the the ultimate checklist that you mentioned, so for for those who are listening, you can download that if you go to M and then the number 2M checklist.bethcannonspeaks.com. So M2M checklist.bethcannonspeaks.com. And you can download that checklist. And it's like a 10-page checklist of how you need to audit, edit, and update your current manual so that it can be ready when you're ready to move it into slide decks. And then, like you mentioned, we've got a um, our course, Manuals to Modules, is launching at the end of this month. And I'm so excited about it. So I think it's going to be Yay. a great asset to, yeah, a great asset to, you know, to those who are ready yeah. uh, to, re- you know, just to really move forward and make those changes. Now's the time, summer's the time. So yes. I hope you guys are gold goal setters and gold yes. diggers. And, you know, you're looking at, you you look back over the year. I mean, the, the best leaders to me are reflective leaders. Yes. And you look back and you reflect on what worked, what didn't work mm-hmm. and what needed to change. Yeah. And the majority of the directors that I talk to and that, that I coach can definitely say that their onboarding and orientation process mm-hmm. is on the struggle bus. Ooh. So hopefully this will help. I'm excited yeah. about it. Yeah, I am too. And I'm going to download it as well. Like I said, I don't ever push somebody's material that I haven't downloaded or looked at myself because we are in the, we're at the center and, you know, we can do a quick, I can do the quickest onboarding or I can do a whole long onboarding. And there are several coaches out there that do the same thing that Beth does. Um, and, but I recommend Beth. I don't, I'm, I'm people that are on here are those that I'm going to recommend because not everyone truly has the true passion for this profession. And whether you are a, um, home center, whether you are a licensed facility, whatever facility you are, even if you have like an after school program, all of that can fit to you because in any program that is state regulated, there is a manual somewhere that you created. There is, you know, a staff somewhere that you're going to hire and you want to put this in place. Even if you're small, you got two people. Don't worry about the two people. As you put these principles and you put these modules in place, as you grow, all you're going to do is change the name of the person you're giving it to because you all have already organized yourself. And that's one of the things that as you know, when she talked about the struggle bus, she so that's so true because a lot of owners, directors don't tap into coaches like Beth. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring that to the forefront because those back office platforms, those back office, you know, things that are very tedious, she creates all that. And aside from that, you can go to BethCannonSpeaks.com and find everything else that you might need. 
She she doesn't. That's right. She, it's not just stretch and grow. She's not just a pretty face. She does other things too. And she's got modules. She's got other modules on things. And she may do another another conference here soon. I don't know. But just keep, tap into her because she's going to keep you organized. And you know, we could bring all kinds of people on here. But you know, one per the person that I recommend on this is Beth. And I say that because not only is she a woman of God, a child of God. But she lives by what she's going to preach. And not only that, the way she brings it to you, it's not condescending and it's not making you feel like, you know, you're you're going to screw this up. You're going to no, And you can. And she's reachable, y'all. You know, you have some coaches who you have to pay them to read. You got to get pay them to say, hey, you can say, hey, I say hey to her anytime I feel like it. Now, whether <laughs> or not she responds right then, it's because she's busy, but she gets back. And that's what I love about Beth is she's there. She's available to you guys. So download that ultimate checklist for converting manuals to modules. Go check out her website that she gave you, um, m2mchecklist.bethcannonspeaks.com. And then once you've done all that, take out the M2M and just go to bethcannonspeaks.com. If you want to connect with her, you want to say, hey, you want to say you love her, you know, this, and, the, and this, she puts these things together herself, y'all. She doesn't copy and paste it from nobody else. She does not um, copy anyone else. This is her stuff. These are the things that she has worked very hard to put on for us. And so we are grateful for that. So with that being said, um, what else do you do? I mean, you're, like I said, you're, you're more than a pretty face and she's beautiful. y'all. Yeah. She's got a beautiful spirit and a beautiful heart. She's more than just that. She's more than just checklists, the ultimate checklist, not just a checklist. It's the ultimate checklist. But the, ultimate. the ultimate, you can't get no better yes. checklist than this. So that's right. <laughs> well, I think there, so if, if, our services that we offer, so Manuals to Modules is one of our digital courses, but I also do conference and retreat keynote speaking and workshops as well. So that's something that I've done for a long time, super passionate about it. And, you know, with the, with so many things online right now, I am, I was just in Hawaii for the last month working remote. And that was a dream that my husband and I had had. I got us wow. a live speaking gig over there. And so while we were gone, I did nine different conference and retreats what? online, which was, yeah, it was crazy. I need you to um, show me how to do that. Well, I can, sh I can show you, I can show you how to do it. I mean, it was a lot, it was a lot of planning, um, but that's amazing. You know, like I said, the, the, the world is just a different world right now with, yeah. with the world, with the world of remote. So yeah. I do conference and keynote speaking for conferences. And then I also do team building intensive workshops in center. So I do a full day or a half day and I come into your center and we work with your team and I have, you know, categories, a lot of, a lot of things on, you know, leadership, passion, culture, unity in your community, working through conflict. Um, one of my favorite things to do is teaching them how to get their kids moving. I mean, that's related to my yes. stretch and grow background. Yes. I'm also, I also teach, I've taught group fitness since I was 17. So I still teach adult yoga every Saturday morning at she Lifetime Fitness. She loves yoga, y'all. She loves I love yoga. me some yoga. So let, I do Real that quick, do Beth, let me tell you, real quick. We were in a conference. We were in a training together. And I think it was the Texas, the Child Care uh, Health and Health Consultant. Health Consultant. Yes. yes. So we're mess and I always, if I find someone I know on there, I'm, we're always having a conversation. And I think she, we were both in this class for three days for what seemed like eternity. It was like eight hours a day. Um, I believe. And she was just like, Oh my gosh, I need to do yoga. I need to this. I'm going crazy sitting here. And I'm like, girl, me and you both. <laughs> so she yeah, I'm loves glad her they yoga. let us turn off our cameras because I was doing handstands up against the wall. I mean, I was so, she loves her yoga y'all. <laughs> I do. I do love my yoga, but I do it as part of my team building intensive because I truly believe that staff development does not have to be a drag. Yeah. I believe that you can have trainers come in and teach your team and get your teachers engaged yes. and get them talking to each other and get them working through conflict and get them to connect and get them to realize we are a family and how do we function yes. that way? So I do the team building intensives and then I do the digital, uh, the digital courses. So whether you need, I mean, I've got a few courses on there. They're like a one hour course for like $12. There's a few three hour courses. And then of course, stuck to strategy is our group coaching program. That's an eight week guided experience. So I mm -hmm. kind of guide them through, you know, their processes and their policies. And then, um, you know, we, we work with them online, we work with them in person. And so I've really kind of dialed in. We just redid our website in the last month and I, I really like kind of nailed down 
those, those three services. Cause it's really what I do. You know, I don't just go to conferences anymore and I don't just, you know, do random workshops at schools. So right. we've come up with lots of different curriculum. I wrote a ton of content while I was gone. And so we have, I think we have 23 team building intensive set up between now and September. Ooh. So I'm super excited to bring all these new ideas into these schools that we're going to do team building for. So awesome. I cannot wait for the summer. Yes. So then, okay. So now she's going to be the team building queen. So you know, <laughs> team building is important. And, um, I, you know, just, you know, Beth has worked in several capacities I have as well. And we've seen what happens when the team, um, is tired and run down. And let's be honest, if you've been, and let me just pause by saying, if you have been working during COVID and your center has been open nonstop, kudos to you because we've been working as well. And I can tell you, it's been exhausting. You're at the center all day. You're all these regs change and this and that. And, you know, stress can cause the team to deflate, you know, the, the, yes. what brings the team together, even though it's the kids. Yes, it's the kids. But while, you know, you know, the kids are napping, what's keeping you there? You know, what, even though COVID was as rampant as it was, what kept you going to work? It was more than just a paycheck. And when that deflates, your love for it starts deflating. And so, you know, she's got all this content for team building and I love team building. When we worked at the Y, we did team building training for all the Ys in San Antonio. So I understand how to do, you know, what team building looks like. And so you guys need, when that stuff comes out, hook up with the, the team building queen. Okay. Y'all can find her <laughs> on social media, on her website, wherever it says subscribe or click here now, thumbs up. Because when that content comes out, you want to be the first in line to receive all that information. Um, and so we talked about the website. Um, and so we kind of talked about how, the, you know, your your programs help directors and owners. But what about teachers? Because we can do a module, you know, if we you've been in childcare at any time, especially if you're already a trainer and a professor, and I'm also a professor as well, there I could put a training together like that on any subject you give me just because that's in our nature. But when it comes to something specific, like teachers, we can do directors and owners because her and I work in that capacity. But I can also do a teacher because I've been a teacher of all age groups, even adults. So how can what you present to the table, how does it help teachers? So I think that self-awareness is a ninja skill. Mm -hmm. When people are self-aware with what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, how they affect the energy of the team. I think that that is very powerful. And so, you know, and being a person of faith, I think that we have to go back into like, where are we anchored? Because yes. if we're not anchored, we drift. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And so when it comes to teachers and a lot of my, and, and team building is all about building up the team. That's all about teachers. So whether we're, we're doing an Enneagram workshop, that's just a fun personality test, right? right. So whether I have them go online and take the Enneagram test and they know what their numbers are and we come back because that's just one example of when, when we come in and say, okay, let's talk about who your, what your Enneagram number is. That automatically gives them connection to people who they may not have really enjoyed on the team before, but they're like, oh my gosh, you're a two. Like a two is a helper. A lot of teachers are helpers. Right. And so they're like, you're a two. I'm a two too. And then all them automatically, it goes across whether they're a baby boomer or a Gen X or a Gen Y or a millennial. Right. It goes across all those generations. It goes across all those socioeconomic barriers. And then they see we have something in common. Right. And then we unpack, okay, this is what you have in common. But when you're not healthy, this is where you go. Yes. This is what an unhealthy helper looks like. Unhealthy helpers end up becoming bitter yeah. or angry or frustrated or feeling unappreciated. And then when, but when they're, when they're on it, when they're healthy and when they're self-aware, they can help change the world. You know, yeah. they're, they're your, they're your best, they're your best people to work with kids oftentimes. So I think teaching teachers how to be self-aware and helping them understand how they're going to function as a team, how their heart, how their mind, how their mindset makes a difference yes. when they're working in their center. They're not yes. just an island. Yes. And, and I so, you know, yeah. and of course, like I said, I teach them my, uh, my childcare health consultant uh, journey. <laughs> and, and I've taught this course for years, but yeah. it's learn to move, move to learn. And it's a two hour course teaching those teachers how to get their kids moving. I mean, my core theology is that everyone should be moving and that life is better when you get your body moving. 
Whatever yes. it is that you need to move your body. You don't have to teach aerobics. You don't have to right. take a hit class. You don't have to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. You just need to move. So whether that moving during the day is, you know, taking the kids up and down the hall, like taking a field trip yeah. to the supply closet, you know, yeah. moving with your kids outside, parking further in the parking lot. So yeah. um, I'm super passionate about that. And now that yeah. the, the licensing standards have increased, because now with that new Senate bill, Toddlers need 60 minutes and preschoolers need 90 minutes of vigorous physical activity every day. Yeah. So I love teaching them, okay, this is what you can do to get your kids moving during circle time. Here are some things you can do in your indoor time, things to do yeah. in your outdoor time, yeah. things to do in transition, how yeah. to use literature to get your kids moving. Absolutely. And you yeah, know, I'm super and, passionate about that. Yeah. And, you know, even, you know, that in itself, um, a lot of teachers don't want to move. You know, they, they, unfortunately they get this, I'm going to sit on this chair and watch the kids move. And I, you know, I was one of those when I first started and just telling them, I'm pretty good at telling them myself, but I remember I was one of those that, you know, did the yelling and all that. And blah, 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 blah. But as I went to training and I refined my skill and as I learned, you know, it's not just you moving, it's the kids moving. And so when I started doing my summer camp training and I, I remember working for the Y and doing that and you're you're basically your for me anyway my trainings are part of the movement we're teaching them how to you know how to do group games what does that look like okay teachers let's get up we're going to play the game we're going to do this we're going to do that why because when we teach we want them to see it's not the kids doing the movement too it's it's you as well because someone's got to teach it so you're teaching the children how to and it's called you know kinesthetic you're teaching the children how to move and that also is helping you to move people bring in zumba people bring in stretch and grow into their programs to help keep that body movement because obesity and that's a whole nother topic obesity is very rampant in young children and, you know, we live in San Antonio and right now it's Fiesta and, you know, it's different than what it used to be, you know, in the past. But there is a food galore, unhealthy food. We don't eat healthy food during Fiesta. That's just sacrilege. So, you know, you're eating tacos and corn, <laughs> chamoy and all these different things because, you know, it's our celebration down here. But, you know, a part of that movement that she's talking about and, you know, the, the reg she just named, that's for here and for Texas. But. That's, you know, part of you being a teacher is getting up and move, getting getting your body moving, not just, you know, watching the kids do it. But they because they like to we do and we do movement and music with our kids. We'll do Zumba or attempt to do Zumba with the kids and all that stuff. And that's me as the director doing it because I want the kids to see, you know, oh, come on, Mr. Sean, come dance with us. And that. Well, let me tell you something. This is I have, you know, because I. Unfortunately, I struggle with people pleasing sometimes. And so, you know, because when I go to a team building, like I want them to like me, right? I want them to think, oh, that was fun. That was fun. Well, sometimes when I go to get them moving, I get the stank eye. Oh, yes, I do too. And Mm And it's hard and it, you know, and it's hard because it's, it's that balance of, I have a lot of, have a lot of insecurity around, Yeah. do I, do I show them what I know is good for them? I mean, you know, I'm not asking anyone to jump rope or bust out and do, you know, spin on their head and do break dancing. Right. You know, it's just gentle, you know, it's, it's really just gentle moving or, you know, or moving, moving their body. Right. And, you know, a lot of teachers don't, and, you know, and, and there are a lot of things go back to that. I mean, there, there are a lot of core issues that, that really and truly go back to insecurities with them moving their bodies because, you know, maybe someone in junior high made them feel that, well, you're not strong enough. You're not fast enough. So you're not worthy. Right. And so when you begin to unpack the whys of that, mm-hmm. rather than just come on friend, let's move. Yeah. It, it, it really can be kind of heartbreaking. And so yeah. I, I, in my team buildings, I do, I do speak to that, you know, a lot as well. But another thing you mentioned childhood obesity. That's mm-hmm. why Stretch and Grow got started. Stretch and Grow started in 1992. And Jill Manley, the lady that started it, did it because there were no preschool movement programs and childhood obesity was on the rise. At that mm-hmm. time, in 1992, the World Health Organization had just claimed that our children will have a lower life expectancy than we will because oh, of wow. obesity. And that was in 1992. It had tripled since 1970. So those were the statistics then. We did a rebrand for Stretch and Grow in 2018. Mm -hmm. This is what the research said. We did a ton of market research. Parents and educators don't want to hear about obesity. Mm. They want their kids to have fun experiences. And that when you talk to them about obesity, some perceive that as being fat shaming. Yeah. Ooh, which, yeah. which hurts my heart, which hurts my heart because you would never, ever, ever, ever 
want to present something in a way that would shame anyone. Absolutely. So, you know, and it's right. So, so when you, so we no longer in our, in our, in our marketing information mention any statistics on childhood obesity. Mm -hmm. We say, this is fun. We engage, we enhance your curriculum. We engage the kids. We excite the parents and we talk to them about the fun that it's going to be. So yes, do we still do all those things? Move their body, vigorous exercise, jump, hop, skip, run, fundamental motor skills, kinesthetic moving. Yes, we do all of those things. Yeah. But parents and, and educators in the research said they want their kids to just have fun. And if they're moving and having fun, then that's a bonus. Wow. Yeah. So wow. it was interesting, you know, it was interesting research yeah. to have, but at the end of the day, it's a joy to get, yeah. to, to get these kids moving. It's a Absolutely. joy to say, you know, Hey guys, it's jungle week and we're going to give be lions and tigers and bears. And we're going to, you know, we're going to put out a balance beam and that balance beam is now a fallen down tree and we're going to skip over the river rocks. And so, yeah. you know, you bring the imagination to life and those yeah. kids are going to want to move because you create this imaginary play experience. Absolutely. With and and that's Absolutely. what makes it fun. So to find people who want to do what we do and get excited about it is so hard to find. So right. and we will be hiring stretch and grow instructors, and we're hiring all over the state right now because we shut down. So COVID shut down most. You know, so many schools didn't let their enrichment programs come back in. Right. So if y'all are listening, your enrichment teachers are ready for you. They yeah. are ready, you know, we're ready to come back. We did it safely and knock on all the wood and praise the Lord. We were not involved in any cases of COVID oh, that's spread. that's amazing. Praise God. Yeah, that's and we did about, we went from a thousand classes to about a hundred classes a week, but oh, wow. my team rocked it and they did such a good job of masking up and sanitizing yeah. that equipment and keeping their distance from the kids as much as possible when they could be in there. And so, um, you know, a lot of schools are starting to call and say, oh my gosh, we are so ready to get these kids moving yeah. again. They need this exercise. So that's exciting. Yes, that is. And so if you're listening and you're, you know, wherever, you know, I, you know, we want to say it's just in Texas, but it is not. Um, and if you are interested in Stretch and Grow, how can they get a hold of you? Or if any of your services, how are they able to get a hold of so, you? So uh, Stretch and Grow is, world, is worldwide, but my website is SNG fitness.com. And you can go there and you can fill out information for proposal. And then I can shoot that out to whatever territory you're in. So we are in, gosh, I think about 12 countries now. Oh yeah. We're, we're in India, Indonesia, the Philippines, Guatemala, of course, England, Ireland, South Africa. Oh gosh. Those are the ones that, those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Oh my gosh. Did y'all hear that? There? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And so with, with them being international. So even if they're international, you train them as well. Yeah. For the most, for the most part. Yes. One of the last trainings I did before COVID was a Filipino couple. And oh, wow. it's so, they, they came over from the Philippines and I got to train them. And, and, and I've actually been to England and Ireland to train our, our European affiliates, which was an amazing experience. Oh, I bet it was. Yes. But when the Philippine, when the Filipino uh, couple came over and I trained them, they brought their three-year-old twins and they were precious and oh. the most well-behaved children. This little girl got up and she left her book and her mother said, Athena, what is your responsibility for today? And she said, it is to keep, it is to keep track of my book, mommy. I'm so sorry. And she goes back and she picks up her book and she says, I'll be responsible now. Oh <laughs> my word. And oh my like, gosh. Wow. So in the part of the training, when I'm talking about classroom management and redirection and how, you know, kind of our philosophy on yeah. we're, we're fun, but firm, not stern. Yeah. She goes, oh, we really don't have very many behavior issues with the children in the Philippines. And I'm like, that is fabulous. Yes, teach me is. your ways. Yes, please. By all means. Teach us your ways and she, teach us your ways. But uh, they were, they were two of them. I mean, the most well, well-mannered, well-spoken children. And it was such a joy to get to learn their culture and, you know, and how the, how the business is going to apply to what they're doing as well. So yes. Yeah, so, so oftentimes I will train the internationals. That's amazing. That's, a, oh man, just the thought of, oh man, that's amazing. Awesome. So how can they contact you as other than to stretch and grow? Um, what are some other ways if they're more like, oh, I'd rather do social media or, you know, I'd rather yeah, email so her. My, my Facebook, my, uh, my Facebook is just Beth Cannon And of course I'm Beth Cannon on LinkedIn, 
my website, bethcannonspeaks.com. And, or I guess Facebook doesn't have a .com, just at Beth Cannon Speaks. <laughs> at Beth Cannon Speaks. Uh, I'm, I'm .comed out. Um, but then I also, we also have a Facebook group. And as you mentioned, that's for uh, faith-based and nonprofit schools. We've got mm-hmm. a lot of centers in there that aren't necessarily, they're not all faith-based and nonprofit, but it's really right. a community support group. And I do post a lot of faith-based inspiration in there, yes. but that's just, if you just search community faith-based and NPOs, you'll be able to find that group on Facebook and go ahead and join that. It's a great uh, group for community support from just different directors and people in the industry. Absolutely. And, you know, most people, you know, when they're like, oh, joining groups and, you know, she keeps an eye on it. There is no bullying. I'm a part of that group as well. And, you know, every morning you're getting something spiritual. Every morning you're getting something that's going to encourage you and it's going to keep you going until the next time something's posted. And, you know, the, the directors and owners in this group ask questions and, you know, there's a ready body able to go in and answer questions and not from a condescending because that's not the, the group that she's created. They're going to be, she talked about culture. That's not the culture she created and the means by which she created this group. So all the information she gave you on how to contact her, how to be a part of her village, her tribe with um, Stretch and Grow and even with her faith-based um, program, her faith-based page, um, childcare page, on Facebook and LinkedIn and all the cool things that she just mentioned. So if you are interested in anything she has, please reach out to her. She is, she's amazing at what she does. She's very um, consistent and concise. She will give you the best plan or the best outcome as she possibly can. But the catch is you've got to do the work. You've got to do the work. Um, Otherwise she, you know, we could put all these practices and plans together, which that's, you know, as innovators and thinkers, as we are, as Beth and I are, we're always thinking of other things and thinking of how to make things easier. You know, it'll be easier for us because we created it, but it's not going to be easy for you until you actually put it into practice. And it's going to work. Give it a chance to work. Don't look for the negative this is my first time trying it. It's not going to work. Give it a chance. Work the program exactly how she has written it. She's written these programs to help us. She's learning more and more about our profession, just as we're learning more and more about what she does in the team building and all those different things. And so in everything she does goes hand in hand with our profession. So if you're interested in team building, as soon as, you know, go like, clink, subscribe, what sign up, whatever you got to do. So as soon as that content, that first bit of content comes out, she said she had about 24. So when the content number one comes out, jump on it because it's going to be a blessing for your program. It's going to help you so, so much. Give it a chance. And they're out. Actually, if they go to the website and they go to, yeah, and they go to services and they click on team building, they can click on that and they can fill out an inquiry form and it'll give them all the topics of everything that that we've got going on. So awesome. Yeah, that's, that's all, that's all there. And if you, if you grab that checklist, That'll put you into a queue for to receive our emails about this, about the upcoming course and how they can get involved in manuals to modules. But I teach them how to use all free tools on the Internet. So what I teach, it's not leading them to get an expensive program. It's not leading them into an expensive long term commitment as a right. like, I'm not, I'm it's I'm not selling my coaching services. It is right. just this, you know, it's just this one course. And so I right. think it'll be super helpful. They can work on it at their own pace, whether it takes them two weeks or two months. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's in a little bite so that they'll be able to manage it for whatever there's, whatever works in their schedule. Wonderful. So you guys, all that nuggets, she gave us a lot of nuggets tonight or tonight while we're recording, but go look, go back and play this, go back and take your notes. You know, I'm a, I'm, you know, believe in note taking. And I'm going to tell you every time we post an episode, there's always going to be a nugget that you're going to be able to use. I don't believe in um, talking to talk there. You can use everything she said tonight. Some of that you could probably take it and use it tomorrow is Monday. First started being back in the classroom. You can use those nuggets. You can go get the checklist tonight and master it and start applying it to your, to your center tomorrow. That's and right. So it's, it's easy to use. It is reliable. Um, it's friendly. It's user friendly. It's, uh, you can understand the jargons and the words. So go, go and support, um, Beth Cannon and everything that she does. I promise you it's going to bless your soul and your business. And it's going to be amazing for you. Um, and as we wrap up, don't forget our affiliate code with thriving childcare. If you are interested in planners and all binders and stuff to help keep everything that Beth has told you tonight 
and a folder and a binder and then a planner. Everything she's told you, especially with the ultimate child care, I mean, ultimate checklist, you're going to have, you may have deadlines and dates. You can go to thrivingchildcare.com and order a planner, Adrian Bradley's planner, and, and, and keep up with everything that you're going to be using with this checklist. It all, see, everything, it all goes together, guys. It all goes together. So as you are clicking to buy that planner, you can use my name, Rashawn Webb, R-E-S-H-A-U-N-W-E-B-B in all caps to receive 25% off all your purchases while using my code. It's my own personal code. You can use that to gather all the little tools that you can and apply it as you add um, Beth Cannon's ultimate checklist for converting manuals to modules and all her other stuff that she does. So she's got dates of upcoming events. Add that to that planner that you're going to buy with Thriving Child Care. It's very simple, you guys. All righty, everyone. So thank you for joining me this week on the Early Childhood Coach with the Child Care Experience. Check us out on Facebook, Early Childhood Coach with the Child Care Experience. You can also email us at childcaremedia at yahoo.com. We are located on most plot, podcast platforms. Church charts for us and subscribe as always subscribe to join our tribe and catch all new episodes and leave us a review we want to know what you think as we continue to bring fresh content for you every week so be on the lookout for new events and new content go and support beth and again we thank you guys beth thank you for being on with me i am very honored i feel like a little fish in this big old pond, but I appreciate <laughs> your Sunday out to be with me and hang out with me. Um, and any last remarks before we close out this week's episode? Well, it is my pleasure to be here. So thank you. And I hope that we were able to add some value to your listeners. And yeah. I just want to encourage them to keep moving forward, keep making the just the next right step, whatever you feel like you are led to do, keep making the next right step. But Promise yourself that you'll keep moving forward. Don't let the chaos of what you have going on in your center and in your life keep you from living that life of joy that is on the other side of this chaos for you. And you can even find joy in the midst of the chaos. And I believe that systems work. So when you get some systems in place, Mm -hmm. yes, you'll still go through chaos. But when you make the time to put those systems in place, your chaos is going to be a lot less painful. Mm. Awesome nuggets, y'all. I told you, full of nuggets (laughs) because chaos is not going anywhere. But how we go through the chaos and what systems we put in place in the midst of the chaos might make it a little bit easier for you. So go support what Beth does. Keep on the lookout for all her content. Subscribe. Look forward to what she's got. She's got a lot of nuggets in that brain of hers that are going to shine and it's going to help you and just keep moving forward. So until we meet again, we will see you guys next time and have an awesome week.